controversial topic. Black Lives Matter. Do they? Question mark. Yeah, obviously. It's just stupid or racist, whichever you may be if you thought that was a real question. But Black Lives Matter. It's kind of like society's birds and the bees. Nobody wants to have that conversation, but you have to eventually. So, here we are, having that conversation. Again, for like the last 200 years. But, that's beside the point. So, a lot of it gets turned into something that it's not. If you're on that side. So, Black Lives Matter, what does it mean? Well, it doesn't mean that only Black Lives Matter, obviously. It just happens to mean that they're having a struggle at the moment because, you know, they have been for the last 200 years, but hey, whatever. And goes into police brutality and whatnot. I mean, hey, do poor white people go through police brutality and general stupidness? Absolutely. I can attest to that because, well, I'm one of those poor white people. But does that mean that I don't wholeheartedly support Black Lives Matter? Absolutely not. And does that mean... More importantly, if you want to say more importantly, whatever, but does that mean Black Lives Matter don't support me as a poor white guy? No. Because they do. In fact, if you actually, you know, pull yourself away and pull the pillowcase off your head, you might realize that those black lives out there protesting 100% support you as well it's it's yes the slogan whatever is black lives matter but they it's mostly a police brutality thing it is a class issue as well black lives matter is well, to put it away, is like uh, the dumbest kid in the class. Does the teacher dumb down every single topic for that one kid? No. You help that one kid to move him up to the with everyone else. And that's kind of where we are. People certainly have the short end of the stick when it comes certainly when it comes to police brutality. And I myself have been on the wrong end of the police. I haven't been arrested or anything else like that, but I've been on the end of some very bad experiences, we'll say, with the police. And you know what I think to myself? What if I had been black? 
And you know what I think? It would have gone much worse. Does that make my experience insignificant? No. And does that mean it's not included? No. It's it's in there too. Black Lives Matter is just kind of the, the tip of the iceberg. Nobody wants to see everything else that comes... Well, okay, not uh, not everyone. Uh, <laughs> those people. We'll go with that for irony's sake. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, that joke goes into uh, another tidbit. Comedy. I, there's a lot of people apologizing for blackface scenes and... Boy, this is going to get interesting. This is where things get real controversial. Uh, blackface. Is it wrong? Does it have racist roots? <laughs> Absolutely, 100% it does. That is the old white folks at their worst right there. But, <laughs> apologizing. To me, it's, well, not to put it mildly, but it's kind of like calling your friend a stupid idiot for doing something, whatever, and, you know, you have a laugh. You don't necessarily mean that they are a stupid idiot. Absolutely. Absolutely. But you're going to make fun of that moment now. When someone else says it, says it to your friend, whatever, you're probably going to punch them in the face. <laughs> you know. Because my, I myself, I laugh at things that I probably shouldn't now. Or if you want to say probably shouldn't. I laugh at them, not because I probably shouldn't, because ultimately, comedy I get the equation. Comedy equals ridiculous. To me, racism equals ridiculous. Because is ridiculous. Racism is ridiculous. However, people struggle with that concept. Some people do. You're whatever racist jokes or whatever. It's a matter of knowing your audience. There's a reason Jack Black is out there hosting the Kids' Choice Awards and doesn't sing, uh, shall we say, some of his songs? Because he knows his audience. And now, I don't know, Robert Downey Jr. in Tropical Thunder do I have a problem with it? Well, that becomes an, a nuanced thing where nuance is something that's very lost in society. Really bad at it, especially on social media. In fairness, it's really hard to get nuance on social media. You have a preconceived notion, which at this point in the conversation, you probably already have one. 
in social media or in the comments section of whatever, you just read whatever that comment is. Hence, we're the rise of trolls. Now those people are disingenuous, but those are just really bad actors, you know, just trying to get a rise out of someone. But in a conversation with someone via even text messages or whatever, it's you're reading with your preconceived notion. Maybe you do take the moment to say, hold on, that's weird coming from this person. Hold on, let me uh, ask them which is the correct response. But rando stranger on the interwebs, you're probably going to tee off on them. And that's where things get crazy. Nuance is a hard thing to get. Now, with the instance of blackface in movies, are we talking about a 1934 actor? Do I think they were probably being racist? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay, actually, I don't think they were probably being racist. I know they were being racist. Ha ha ha, white guy with a stereotypical blackface playing a raggedy guy. Uh, uh, hilarious. Yeah, no, that's, that's not hilarious. That's just being racist and you're a douche. But, Robert Downey Jr. in Tropical Thunder? Now, can I say that he knew that this was rooted in racism? I don't know. That's where it comes to knowing your audience. Now, maybe he did, and maybe he wanted to, like I said, racism equals ridiculous. Ridiculous equals comedy. Maybe he realized this and was like, this is really stupid, and I'm going to make fun of blackface. Is that a possibility? Yeah, sure. So, because I mean, hey, there's a lot of people that make fun of white people. I make fun of white people because, boy, do they give you a, a lot of things to work with. <laughs> Which is kind of an irony because a lot of white people get made fun of for their history and some pretty terrible history and there's a lot of material to work with I mean make fun of my own well I don't I can't, I can't, I can't exactly tell you what my white history is I can't tell you if I was a, my ancestors were slave owners or not and if they were slave owners I don't care I mean I, mean, I do care in the sense that they're douchebags and I would punch them in the face if I could but uh, not to be one of those people <laughs> back with that irony of those people again oh white people really struggling to find their place in uh, this whole Black Lives Matter thing this is where things get all controversial some more if we haven't already ruffled some feathers but there's those white people out there washing black people's feet 
as a sign of, oh, I'm so sorry of what my ancestors did, and we're all just terrible, terrible, and horrible. Terrible white people, we've done so many terrible things, so allow me to, I don't know, erase it all with washing your feet? No, that's really not doing anything. That is white people doing white people things. Boy, white people love symbolism. Case in point, our current government. (laughs) Oh boy. Symbolism. Tearing down statues. This is where both sides can learn from each other. The majority of people It seems like, anyway. But those people out there going, Black Lives Matter, well, all lives matter. If you'd step away from the Facebook ads and whatever Fox News for two seconds, you'd realize the Black Lives Matter movement is actually about all lives. But hey, that's that's nuance, and you know you might actually have to I don't know, peek out from under the rock you live under to realize this. But I ask myself, why do people think this way? One, yeah, they live in a bubble out in the boonies, saying, "Yeah, <laughs> riots ain't gonna come near my house. I got guns." Ugh. That's another topic, but. <laughs> Think about it. I think about it from their perspective. Black lives matter. If I were living in a sheltered world full of my, like, three people I know, my social circle, (laughs) that I've... This is... (laughs) That low-key racism, if you know what I mean. I mean, I'd say so. There's about a thousand memes towards it. (laughs) But... You look at it as um, this is their this is their life. This is what they've grown up on. This is their social circle. This is their family believes this. They believe in their low key racism to admit, oh hey, black people are having a struggle out there. Police police brutality is real. Boy, let me tell you, that's that'd be a fun conversation to have with Mama and Papa at dinner. All their f- three friends, whatever, their social circles. It's going to be a real bad time for them. So, hey, you know what? Let me latch on to this easy thing and throw out all these little feeble excuses like... I don't know, let's... Th- <laughs> hey, we're talking about Black Lives Matter, so to prove my point that... This Black Lives Matter movement is stupid. Hey, if gay people can fly their gay pride flag, then I can fly my Confederate flag. Okay, we're officially comparing apples to oranges, but that goes in (laughs) further into um, the subject matter here of, well, it's easy. Divert, deflect, it's... It's easy. You throw out these little piddly excuses that 
these memes that oh disprove your point and prove mine and then the next one comes out and the next one comes out and the next one comes out but that goes into the internet simple things that help your preconceived notions nobody wants to admit they're wrong certainly these people because hey they're full of that pride as wide as it may be but (laughs) it's hard to admit that because you'd have to go through all of the things that are wrong in your life and that's that's rough it's not easy for those of us that are on this side, well, ironically, I'm going to say say that I'm right. That, yeah, black lives do matter. Yeah, ironically. <laughs> that was a joke for people that struggle with subtlety and nuance. <laughs> Obviously, they do. But that's how my life is constructed. It's not hard for me to say that. Because, A, it's right, but I don't necessarily have to worry about upsetting people that are close to me in my life. Because, well, I did that long, long ago. Because, uh, I come from a life of that, actually. Of... If this flag offends you, then you need a history lesson. Seen that my whole life. But. That's it's not what I believe. Well, in a sense. Well, if that flag um, is perfectly fine with you, you need a history lesson, in fact. Because, uh, well, that flag came out... Uh, as a big old middle finger to desegregation. <laughs> so yeah, maybe you're the one that needs a history lesson. But those people, I understand them. And that's where it's easy to just bombard them with you're an idiot. Fair enough, but how many of those people are also just ignorance? Have never thought to question it or even afraid. Those that are the people that just bask in it and don't care and really think they got those superior genes spelled with a J? Probably, yes, absolutely, they do exist. But there are some people that just simply don't know that they're being racist. Low-key racist, as I guess you could call it. People that just run so hard in the other direction to prove how not racist they are. Like, oh, yeah, I'm not racist because, hey, I love giving all the black people the fried chicken and grape Kool-Aid they can possibly have. Leaning into racist stereotypes is racist. (laughs) That doesn't make you not racist. Get another all people fall into but moving on up 
you see these statues being torn down, which, hey, there's definitely... Should they be taken down? Yes, obviously. There's no... Robert E. Lee statues shouldn't be out there. Robert E. Lee would tell you that, because, you know, he already did. But that's beside the point. <laughs> so... It gets to the point where it's simple. You start tearing down Christopher Columbus because, you know, the guy was a monster. Robert E. Lee, who obviously was a general for the Confederacy, yeah, needs to come down. But you get statues of Ulysses Grant torn down. The guy literally fought against slavery. What you doing? Just... It's easy. You start getting into it, and things take over. However, yes, there's definitely an argument to be made that these aren't honest actors. Even police infiltration, pretending to be down for the cause and out there just causing stuff. And not necessarily police, but just regular people out there trying to change the conversation. Like, <laughs> it is doing. Where it's become symbolism. Tearing down statues. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Taz, statues need to come down. Like, uh, put them in a museum, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Whatever you want to do with them. Personally... I don't care, but they don't need to be on the lawn of the White House. <laughs> Duh. Any sort of federal property, land, no. Shouldn't state federal, no. Should not be there. 100%. You, you can't have confederate statues on federal property property like hey you know you guys you did you did kind of defeat these guys you're gonna make statues what <laughs> what are you doing that's like the first place team holding up the second place trophy going hey these guys boy let me tell you they're 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 real good you know what here you go you can you can have the trophy first place there you go good job guys well, it makes no sense it's almost like it was uh, not how it actually went down because it didn't again it goes back to all these confederate statues were really modern because it was a big middle finger to desegregation laws but that's where it comes into the easiness, the symbolism. And that's not good. It doesn't do anything substantive. I mean, it doesn't look good, sure. But hey, I can slap a new paint job on a terrible car. Am I going to sell it for full value? Because, you know, the engine's blown? <laughs> yeah, no, you can't really get away with that. And that's what this comes down to. I'm not trying to f fight for superficial crap. Martin Luther King got civil rights laws passed. Helped get them. 
There's a lot of people involved. But yet here we are. All these decades later, still doing the same thing. Playing the same song and dance. Arguing, is racism real? And personally, I'm tired of it. I'm, <laughs> I'm so sick of it. Yeah, racism's real. And that's where it comes into some people don't understand it. They try to use it as a cop-out to solidify their own beliefs. What's easy. I'm saying as a person that have I made offensive jokes or whatever or inappropriate jokes. Yeah, but it goes into saying knowing my audience my friends, people that understand that I'm not <laughs> that way. It is ridiculousness. It is a joke. Now I get it. There are people that don't understand that. So I feel like comedy should be something that's I, I wouldn't say above the pale or beyond the pale but something uh, <laughs> I guess should come with a you know warning label if we can have a warning label for batteries that say do not stick an ear probably should come on comedy like I mean Hey, it does say for mature audiences, y'all. So maybe, I don't know, develop some maturity. And when it comes to these things, I mean, <laughs> well, I'm just gonna, well, I guess I'll just throw it out there, assuming that, it, well, maybe at this point, not going on your preconceived notions. Oh, but I <laughs> the closest people to me in my life I'd do anything for the drop of a hat. Most influential people because like I said, I've learned more in my life from people that had sort of in a way that I don't agree with that I do but <laughs> gay marriage just gay in general have I made uh that's gay bruh like yeah I've made those jokes made those comments but I don't I don't mean them offensively why well, wouldn't say that offensively if people do take offense, hey, I understand. Because gay people right up in there with it. Like, <laughs> talk about oppression. Yep, 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 yep. They check pretty much all the boxes. <laughs> Although I will say, ironically, uh, here we are in a society where you can't be gay, but you can be left-handed. Although, centuries ago, 
you could be gay but not left-handed. That's a fun one for the history books. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But there's people that just it's how I learned and not saying that I've been some homophobe or anything I mean yeah I was a straight white guy yeah I <laughs> the current societal landscape says hey I can't complain about nothing you don't get to say nothing you just get to lay down and take it because reasons because that's not what society says right now and I'm not complaining necessarily or anything. I'm just trying to give perspective. And again, it's where I'm... <laughs> People that I don't agree with or... Don't... <laughs> As a straight white guy... Being, say, I don't know, a gay black man, which... That's really rough out there, by the way, because... Yeah... Not real fun in society for gay black guys out there. Not that, you know, obviously everyone has a complaint. There's problems for everyone. And I'm saying I've those quote unquote black friends of mine gay friends, gay family members, whatever. I've learned a lot from them. And that's why I see things from every perspective and why I don't sit here and claim to know it all. I don't, because I love new opinions. I love new thoughts. I love new perspectives. I'm all for it. It's how I learn. I mean, people hearing this may think that I'm... <laughs> oh, you got black friends, you got gay friends. Yeah, I bet you got it saved under black friend and gay friend under your phone contacts, don't you? No. No, I, I, I don't. They are people with names and very much emotional attachments that I have and perspectives that I 100% understand and why I'm right out there with Black Lives Matter I understand it at least I hope that I've established that so far again nuance and whatnot now do I think that a lot of people that have that same argument have the same nuance to it? Oh, absolutely not. They probably do have black friends saved under black friend of their contacts. <laughs> Again, that was a joke. But justifying their own beliefs or whatever they think, hey, because you know what, Larry, my mailman, I don't want to, you know, see him be beaten by police. You know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a racist. No. Again, it goes into low-key racism or full-blown racism in some instances but it's kind of why this Black Lives Matter I feel 
at the risk of sounding like those white people that want to make it about them, i.e. those ones that uh, think they need to watch, wash black people's feet because black, or because of white guilt. Oh, white guilt. Oh, jeez, I'm so sorry that my ancestors are terrible to you. And, yeah, am I sorry that, I mean, I don't know, again, I don't know what my ancestors did, but if I happen to have slave-owning ancestors, they're douchebags, and, um, yeah, I don't like them at all. Just <laughs> throw that out there as a disclaimer, I guess, or whatever, but... All I can do is fight for who I am now, where I am now, where society is now. And for me, tearing down statues, should they come down? Yeah, absolutely, but that's not enough for me. It's not enough for those black lives that matter, that matters to me. Substantive change matters to me. I've, like I'm saying, I've seen it. I've, like I said, I've thought to myself, what if I were black in these instances that I've come across? And it's horrible. I'd... It's really, really rough. I just, I don't know, I'm tearing down all these people that didn't blackface whatever forever ago do you know what their motives were whatever I don't know does I don't know tearing down Robert Downey Jr. for Tropical Thunder would canceling him does that do anything for those black lives that matter does it do anything for them no it doesn't a little bit maybe sure superficial value but does it do anything for those black lives that matters their children their grandchildren maybe a little bit on down the road of whatever but I want laws I want regulations I want real substantive change because desegregation laws we're just a rebadging of racism can we be outwardly racism racist now well no we can't because you know people are out there rioting so I guess well I don't know we'll just throw these desegregation laws in there and uh, that'll calm them down all right and that's what happened because guess what if you're black you're still playing with half a deck in society. Oh, well, you know what? There's that. I know one black feller. He's a he's a pretty successful type because, you know, he worked hard. Again, our society loves to glorify hard work and all this stuff, which, again, goes back to that simplicity thing. Working hard. And, you know, get what you want out of life. I mean, it sounds good. It really, really does. It's very simple, easy to latch on to. But at the end of the day, okay, have you thought about it steps down the road? Okay, let's say if I work really, really hard and I become a billionaire. Hey, cool, that's awesome. Well, my kids, just hand it down to them. 
they have to work for it. It doesn't have a long, not a long-term plan there. Do they have to start out poor? Oh no, you just, you, you, you're supposed to provide for your family and your kids. Give them the best life they can. Well, yeah, guess what? We don't all start from the same starting line. And I'm saying, as a poor white guy, am I starting from the very back starting line? As, well, let me tell you, those old poor black men, whatever, you know, I, by, just by the way, I really hate engaging in oppression Olympics. Again, I realize where my starting line is. I know that I'm a little ahead of, oh, say, the poor gay black man back there. He's probably got the first starting line. (laughs) But maybe some Jewish in there, too. But anyway, (laughs) that's my inappropriate jokes coming out there again. But I hope you realize that this is, this is comedy, because you know what? This is ridiculous. I think we've established that at this point. But if there's people in front of your starting line, that doesn't make your gripe less legitimate. Because me, I'm arguing for the people behind my starting line. As I have a head start on a few people, a few demographics, and my argument is for them as well. But I also see people in front of me. My argument isn't necessarily to bring them back down or move all of us ahead to where they are. It's just definitely to get us to an equal starting line, a fair starting line. crazy. I mean, for those out there, yeah, all lives matter. All lives should have the same starting line. Like, <laughs> if all lives matter, you should probably be out there arguing that black lives matter because they, they all matter, don't they? But that's not to just sit there and dunk on those people. But it's just a different, different perspective. I don't feel that we should be all so divisive trying to play the oppression Olympics. To keep, to understand the nuance. I mean, with the comments on social media, it's hard to understand you you can't pick out sarcasm or anything like that it's the way we are as a society we it's hard to pick out subtleties in a text that you see or read if you're in a bad mood you probably read it in a negative way or if you're in a good mood hey who knows you might it might be an angry text that you read. Oh, hey, this person's, you know, in a good mood. But that's the 
problem with our society. We don't really grasp the nuances like we should.